3: Online and on DAB Digital Radio, Darren Goff's Cricket Week
4: on Talk Sport 2. Hello and welcome to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2. Well, England 2-0 up against a ragged Indian team after Jimmy Anderson and Chris Wokes combined with devastating effect. That's how to finish off the game then. Unusual it might be to see the leg slip in action.
3: Dishant wondering what he could have done differently. It's a good catch. It's a good finish for England. They've done everything they needed to on this fourth, and now it turns out to be final day here.
2: We were here from Chris Wokes and Joe Root, Virat Kohli, briefly. After
4: India, we're embarrassed and ask, where now for this series? And as usual, you're listening to Darren Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2 with myself and Johnny
2: Norman. Mate, wow. I tell you what, I thought of you again this week. Uh, when England were 87 for seven in that f- second innings at Edgbaston, I was thinking, "I finally, I finally got one right over Goffey." And then, of course, England came back. Sam Curran, it. and then, well, come to Lords, uh, and all of our for, for the for the purists, those who want to see a good Test series, all our fears really confounded because England won a good toss. Uh, the conditions for bowling were nigh on perfect, and uh, England absolutely capitalised against an Indian team where if you take Virat Kohli out of it Mm -hmm. the highest score in four innings, 33
4: Well it's it's now become embarrassing uh, for India, a team that decided they wanted to net rather than have a game against Essex they cancelled that final day for that to get uh, washed out um, when they went for early nets before the Test match in Birmingham They've now been embarrassing in two test matches. Yes, this game um, was a lottery. From the moment I was there the first day, sat there all day, waiting for a day's play, washed out, whoever won the toss we're going to have a little bowl. And when you've got the diamond that is Jimmy Anderson in your lineup, in those conditions, with a brand-new ball in his hand, yeah. there is no doubt whatsoever with a new ball in his hand in those conditions. No one can touch him. I don't think anybody has ever touched him in those sort of conditions.
2: Have you ever seen better bowling conditions for a swing
4: bowler? The perfect, both innings, they just worked out perfectly Mm. for Jimmy. And and we said we we can't give him any more praise on that front. I mean, let's just think about this for a moment. It's a test match, right? Yeah. England versus India, supposed to be the best team in the world. Yeah. And a bowler's got nine for 43 in the game. It's, it's just not it's just not heard of. And unfortunately, you know, I, t- I was talking to a lot of people at the cricket the first two days. I don't actually enjoy watching no. test matches like this. I heard
2: you say it on drive. You were absolutely bang on. I, I thought it was just me. It's just a procession. There's no like tension. It. No. It's just complete. It's like watching 700 play 600. It's, it's in, re- in reverse. Mm. You know, there's absolutely no tension in the game. And in the air, they're like skittles. They're just lining up to be knocked over.
4: It is embarrassing, and like I said, doesn't it? I don't know about other people, mm. uh, but well, it'd be when, interesting when a team's bowled out for 107 and bowled out for 130, England make 396-7, which they should never have made that. Let's be fair to it. Mm. I mean, Chris Wokes, fair play to him, absolutely wonderful innings, and Johnny Bairstow. I mean, another one who's had a, an unbelievable two years playing for England and deserves all the success. Yeah. And... But the bowling, come on, those conditions. Sharma wow. going for five and over. But
2: the thing is, Goffy Sharma, by the time Wokes and uh, Bairstow came on, the the folly, the, actually, no, it's not folly, it's arrogance. The arrogance of that is, uh, Indian selection committee, whoever they comprise, to sit there and watch rain fall for a day and then still go in with two spinners... <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is basic nonsense. You know, Sharma and Shammy, essentially a two-man bowling attack with Panja half a bowler. I know his figures look okay, but compare and contrast. Adil Rashid did not, as we all know, Adil Rashid didn't bowl, he didn't bat, uh, and he walked off with a stump and everyone laughing because it was funny. India, India went in with two spinners.
4: Yeah, well, like I say, I mean, somebody who let's say didn't bat, didn't bowl, didn't—I don't think he made a catch either, uh, did he, no, Rashid? No. But like I say, you're so, it's unfortunate. Uh, but now we've got a test series. Everybody thought we're going to be close. Um, I Guilty. think you went. I think you went for India. I did. Um, I went I, for England. I did. And uh, do you know something? Now it could be—it could easily be a whitewash. Well, I could, cannot could, yeah. see India's batting has been shown the lack of discipline it has. Yes. Oh, fantastic. It's
2: lack of ability. Yeah, well, you've got got Sharma.
4: You've got a team that can leave a player like Sharma out of their side, But you know
2: what? I've been speaking about uh, to some of the journalists in and around the press box, you know, during the rain delays, what can India do? What should India do? They're very, very angry. They're frustrated. We'll hear from one of them, Cheetah Narula, Mm. later in the show. And uh, Rohit Sharma, you know, just like you just did, then I flagged him up. You know what about him after the third test? Because I think they've named the squad for the first three.
4: Well, he's another one that lacks discipline,
2: and they say he's not really interested. He doesn't. He doesn't really want to play Test cricket, <laughs> and that's the problem, Goffey, that we've got in this country, and not not in this country, all all around the world. When, when look at the ODI side compared to the Test side, okay. If you look at the ODI side, England against India, you'd have to say that in each side there's probably five or six world-class players in the ODI sides. Yeah. You look at the test sides, mm-mm. you've got perhaps two world-class players, three well, world-class well, players had... in England, wo- two world-class players in India, Ashwin and Kohli.
4: Yeah, it's hard to work out, though, what if they are world-class, if they haven't played the test group. It's like this: the, the uh, Panya, right? Yeah. He, he's not played hardly any... He, if... <laughs> Four-day cricket, right? First-class cricket. Yeah, um, same as Yadav, own... Koldeep
2: Yadav as well.
4: Yeah, those two have either played any. Yet, they've been picked on the back of their one-day performances to play for India.
2: Same as Darwin.
4: Yeah, all those guys, right? Same as a few Aussie guys in the past. Then we look at David Warner. Yeah, um, yeah. You now uh, look at Rashid, really, who's been yeah. brought back into the England side. And yeah. Butler on their one-day. Yeah, so, Milan,
2: Milan as well. He was originally yeah. selected from for, for that.
4: So the way we're selecting players now uh, has changed. But unfortunately, with the money that is around now playing in these world leagues, nobody wants to play a football. And this is people that have got to wake up and smell the roses, roses people out there, because in 10 years' time... Mate, it's already
2: started. Forget 10 It's happening now.
4: Yeah, yeah, but in 10 years' time, it's going to be bang. It's going to be... Everybody's going to be, oh, what happened there? Yeah, And that's what I'm saying. West Indies. Look at West Indies. The authorities have got to take note... Now, yep. Test cricket has got a serious problem. It's got to be saved because people are gradually going away from it. There's a UAE, UAE league coming out yep. um, again um, just before Christmas. We've got the Canadian cricket league now. We've got the Pakistan CPL uh, cricket now. League. CPL. The Hong Kong uh, Blitz uh, Blitz is going on. <laughs> Singapore have got their own time. It's going well, on. What would
2: you have done then, eh? I mean, if you, when you were playing, c- towards the end of your career, you know injuries are... Look, let's be, let's be honest, Goffy, test cricket nearly killed you. What would you have done? You know you've only well, got a has, couple it. of years left of your career
4: and you've got all these opportunities to earn even I'll more go, money. Hey, Johnny, I'll go one further. Can you imagine, right? Just think about this for a moment. Jimmy Anderson's now got 500 test wickets, right? Yeah. He's been trying to get in the IPL now for 10 years. He <sighs> can't get in it. He cannot get in. So I am going to say this to you. Can you imagine if he'd have kept getting bought in the IPL? Do you think he would have 500 test wickets?
2: Well, I tell you what. No, he would be no, nowhere near. No, and absolutely. And it also, we, you know, we'll talk about Chris Wokes shortly. But Chris Wokes has started 2017 and 2018 seasons crocked because of the IPL. You know, there's no way you can compete for 12 months a year without your body breaking down. What's going to give? Not not a four-over game when you're earning 50 times as much. It's, mm. it's a huge concern. And do you know what? People who j- only follow cricket in this country are a little bit blind to the problem. They don't realise what's coming. If you read and follow the, the game abroad, you will know that the Bangladeshi test team don't want to play test cricket. New Zealand? The, the West Indies test team, well, we all know that for the last 10 years, they haven't played test cricket. If you go to New Zealand, they play four test matches a year at home at the start of the summer and at the end. Okay. And on top of that, they have cut back on their four day game. The Plunkett Shield, which has been going on for over a hundred years, is not going to be round robin anymore. They're cutting the schedule. Now, how are players supposed to hone their skills become good batsmen learn that the, but they the, don't need the to Johnny,
4: do, do, you're getting yeah i agree with you totally a bit you've got to remember test cricket now is not a game of longevity it's but not that's about 5 days well, think about this but test match why. right yeah but think about this test match well that's one of the reasons why first day rained off. Second day, mm. we had rain delays. Mate, it's boring Third as well. day, rain delays. And it's still finished in two and a half days or three days. Oh, this is what's happening to it's, Test cricket. But There's it's, no, cricket now is not about digging in and having a technique and having five days of batting. No. It's about going but out that's there, why. trying to score as many runs as you possibly why, can in the fewest number of overs.
2: Look at Johnny Bairstow, OK? Johnny Bairstow at the crease. He must get beat. He gets beaten all ends up more often than not. But he doesn't matter. He just gets on with the next ball and hits it for four. That's his mentality. It's why he scores 70s and 80s in quick time, takes games away from the opponents like he did with Chris Wokes and then gets out. You know, that is the modern day technique. Real one day stuff, forcing the ball through the offside or clipping it through leg. Um, Wokes stood out because of all the batsmen, I think he played the straightest. It was it was a throwback innings. It was a, yeah it was a,
4: it was a battle. I mean he could have got out about fifty times, couldn't he? Well, in so the did. first, before he got to twenty, but he actually got better and better as he went on. And let's like say he got himself in. It was very cool. <laughs> I know I'm not comparing the two with batting skill, but if you look at Corley in that first test, the way he dug in and he, he hardly yeah. played an attacking shot yeah, yeah. Uh, for his first 30 and runs. Was brilliant
2: for runs. it, wasn't it?
4: Wokes did exactly the same. He just waited, tried to outdo it, waited till the bowlers got tired, then cashed in. And exactly what Corley did. When the wickets started falling at Edgbaston, he had to play a few shots and he scored uh, heavily um, against um, the tiring bowlers. So it's exactly the same. But as I said to you, a bit, there's no such thing now as for... No. In this country, we'll, we'll hang on to it because we've got a good, strong system. But we've got another one-day competition Coming in two years. We, I know it's had a lot of criticism, but it's coming, guys. Mm. It's coming. And at some point, something's gonna give. Yeah. Something's gonna give. And and four day cricket now, we will end up going back in the vicious circle. Do you know in the old days it used to be uncovered pictures, three day games? Yeah. And I started in that. I played three day cricket, by the way. <laughs> well, see,
2: when I grew up
4: It's going back to it. It's going back.
2: We're but, going that way. But that's the thing, right? When I grew up, I so I was um I was a teenager through the nineties, okay? And I can't. I can remember three-day cricket, but I really it's four-day cricket. I grew up in an era when, you know, the it, the, the the cricket was played in the height of summer. It was usually batting orientated, um, and the thought of a and game be- declare, yeah yeah and the thought of a game being over in three days. Honestly, I was thinking how how on earth did they play. Get a game in three days. Oh, well, wow.
4: we had plenty of results, but I'll tell you exactly. Yeah. Now,
2: I now I'm starting to see why or well, the how way the,
4: the way the game's played now. Three day cricket is the way forward because yeah. people just want to play attacking cricket. There's not there's no need uh, for defence anymore. There's no hardly any players left in this game who will go out there and, and in the it. The, the best Chris. players in the world all play shots. All can yeah. score quickly. Joe Root's not someone who blocks it. No, he's like. <laughs> Joe Rue goes out and he wants to dominate from ball one. Yeah. Young Oli Popo's come in. He comes in. What does he do when he comes into the team? Hit a four-second ball, didn't he? He wants to dominate. Yeah. He wants to hit shots. I like it. But at some point, we brought in four-day cricket, because I was part of it. I remember I played three-day cricket and four-day cricket. They brought it in, right, mm. four-day cricket, to save test cricket. They brought it in to prepare our players to play, to bowlers, ball and flatter pitchers. The seam on the ball we had to be less... Um, And then we went through a period, didn't we, where Hick was scoring 3,000 runs in a year, Steve James was scoring. Everybody were basically scoring um, more runs than makes sense. Um, And so they tried to even that up a bit uh, by putting the scene back on the ball. Uh, The pictures were still flat. Scores of 500 scored regular on a regular basis. But now... What, what is the point now of preparing players for Test Cricket? Because they're preparing for Test Cricket now all around the world by playing T20 and 50 over. We don't need four-day cricket. It's gone in a total circle, cricket. Total circle. So let's go back, let's just play three-day cricket. Let's just do it.
2: You're listening to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on
3: TalkSport 2. Online and on DAB Digital Radio. Darren Goff's Cricket Week on TalkSport 2.
2: So after the rant, Goffy, let's uh, let's assess a couple of the key individual performances. We talked about Jimmy Anderson, and you know he's uh, I think he's the first seamer to take a hundred wickets at one ground, hundred and two wickets at Lords. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, actually, before I talk about works, there is a feeling within the game Jimmy Anderson is going to retire after the 2019 Ashes series. Do you see anything in him that indicates actually he couldn't go on? At least another couple of years after
3: that.
4: (laughs) The way they are playing, the way cricket is, in England, if I were Jimmy, what I would say is but if he can be one, similar to what I said to David Malam, right, is but they seem more as a player who's better suited to uh, playing abroad. What they should say, right, Jimmy, we're going to keep wheeling you out. (laughs) In the summer test series Because in English conditions Swinging ball There's nobody better no. I can't see anybody Getting close to him Chris Wokes For a magic little spell In the first innings at Lords Was close Yeah And that delivery Sam Curranbold By the way <laughs> What swung oh, round Oh the one. one Oh my word D- that's Did he, saying, did that's he a... actually hit the bat no, I can't I didn't. I don't think he, he
2: did no. I thought it was an in... in fact if you listen To my report on TalkSport I said inside edge Onto nope. it, Onto well, I think I thought It was leg stump actually then um, the next day, someone said, I can't believe that ball didn't hit the bat. I was like, what no, are you talking didn't. about? He said, the Sam Curran dismissal.
4: Well, that's what I mean. So what I would do with Jimmy is just wheel him out for home tests. He could go on for another till he's 40. <laughs> he really, really could. I think what will finish Jimmy off um, is if he starts going um, away and, and bowling in Sri Lanka and, mm. and stuff like that. Depends well, listen, on the conditions. Yeah. Depends on the conditions. Listen, we don't know what it's going to be like yet. I, got, I, I bowl well in Sri Lanka. I took wickets. Um, jimmy, i
2: mean jimmy's i mean i remember okay not the last india series the series before yeah. jimmy was the difference and hogar's like,
4: ball well as well in india so you don't uh, need Hoga to ball be well
2: in Sri Lanka as well, yeah you
4: it? don't need to be really quick um no. you, you get the lines right and you get a little bit of reverse swing and have that little bit of skill um i think the only thing with jimmy now is but he is under 80 most of the time now yeah um, he so he's yeah. getting slower let's yeah. not let's not shy away from it Any any yeah. He's brilliant. He's an absolute genius. 9 for 43 in any conditions for any bowler is is just out of this world. Um, but <laughs> with Jimmy, that's what I would add. Just look after him now. It's gonna be, if we win the series, I won't blame him in the last two.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, what's good, the point? Play
4: someone else. Play good someone else and rest him. Just keep resting Let's, him in the long run. You know what? That is a fresh... brilliant
2: shout because, you know, we all. Not we, but there's a lot of people saying anybody who's worried about Jimmy Anderson and, or, in fact, I think uh, Chief Narula was of this opinion as well. You know, when Anderson goes, wokes will step up. Well, let's find out. Let's see if wokes can deal with being opening the bowling when Jimmy Anderson isn't uh, hasn't already taken two wickets. It'd be interesting uh, to see. Uh,
4: hang on a minute. Let's just forget that with, with wokes. I'm all for the praise he gets for this game, and everybody talking about him being the. I don't know what that's to do with him. Cause he got hundred, being the nicest man on the circuit. <laughs> what is all that about? I mean, come on, it was fantastic innings, brilliant. It was, in. It, was a, it was a good innings. Yeah, brilliant. And when he bowls in English conditions, yeah. who's ever doubted him?
2: Who's oh, ever, you're well, absolutely I,
4: right. And th- this is four a four years ago, three years ago. I did. I said he's got to step up. He's, he's, 2015. He's, yes, he's yeah. going to step up. But since since then, he, in in English conditions, yeah. he has been outstanding. And I have no worries and have no doubts about him taking over from Jimmy in England. And Getting the ball to move yeah. around, he's yeah. fantastic, fantastic. But let's just forget, not forget here a guy who not long ago couldn't get a wicket, yeah, couldn't get a wicket in flat conditions.
2: I think, I think I'm right in saying he averages about 25 in England and 60 outside England. Well, there you go. Well, now, do, well there you look you go. at Jimmy Anderson's breakdown, and he still gets stick from some idiot Aussies because his record in Australia isn't brilliant. He's an Ashes winner over there, by the way. Um, but. You know, his average abroad, Jimmy, compared to Wokes, is it's easily half. And, you know, the, the comparison at home, yes, away, no. Mm.
4: Well,
2: let's hear from the England captain, Joe Root, who spoke to TalkSport and TalkSport 2's very own Guy Swindles following
3: England's big win. 2-0 up, but that was a mighty impressive performance from your side in this match, Joe. It was indeed. And I, I mean, I think it's honest
5: and fair to say that we have had the conditions in our favour throughout, but you've still got to perform well in those conditions, and so as a bowling group throughout the whole game, every single one of our bowlers did a fantastic job, uh, complemented each other well, built pressure for, for the other end if they weren't taking wickets, and, and obviously put the ball in some really good areas. You know That partnership between Chris and, and Johnny was magnificent, uh, shows how important it is that we bat as deep as we do, and for Chris to come in and play a match, winning innings like that... Um, you know, it's a testament to how hard he works, how skillful he is, um, you know, and what a big part of our squad he is too.
3: Not a bad guy to be able to bring in centuries, four wickets, including the one that wins the match. That's a handy guy to have on the bench. It, well, it is, and you know that's
5: what you want is you want a squad of players that are always asking questions, always fighting to get back into the into the side, and um, it's it's nice to be in that position now. So, um, fant- I was you know thrilled to bits for Chrisy. He's a he's a great bloke that um, does some done some special things for England in the past, but you know for him to come back and perform like that,
3: um, really pleasing and, and it's, no, it's exactly what you want. Now, Chris was named man of the match. Jimmy Anderson took nine for forty three. Yeah. That's pretty tough not to win when you've done that. Yeah, I
5: mean, to win a Test match, obviously you're going to have standout performances, but collectively you've got to play well as a group and. Jimmy set the tone both innings, you know, getting us a wicket before they'd even got a run on the board both times round. Um, just shows the pressure that the, the big two lads uh, can can build at the start of an innings, set the tone um, and, you know, swing the momentum straight away in our favour. Um, he's 100 wickets at this ground now, which I can't see anyone else getting close to, maybe Brody one day. Um, but it's just such a luxury to have such a, a brilliant player with such skill and uh, ability. Uh, to lead your attack,
3: a um, few eyebrows raised when you batted on this, this morning when you 've got someone like Jimmy on a cloudy day was What was the thinking behind that uh, just obviously, with so much
5: time left in the game, I thought it was important to make sure you didn 't give them a sniff at all. Um, it also gave us an opportunity to see how the pitch would react with the new ball, which you know obviously was pleasing what we did see and obviously worked out nicely and I know there was a little bit of Questions about weather around and all the rest of it, but forecasts I saw were pretty good, and you knew that if we took our opportunity when it when it came round, um, uh, we'd we'd still have an opportunity to win the game. So, you know, couldn't ask any more of the group. Thought we were exceptional, and you know, should enjoy this win and get get our heads round, uh, getting ready for Trent Bridge in in the next day or so.
3: Good position to be in, though, isn't it? Two up with three to play. Definitely
5: a great position. Making sure now that we don't. I look too far ahead, get too excited. Still got a lot of big cricket to play within this series. We're playing against the number one side in the world, who got some high-quality players. And, you know, and have pulled off some special wins themselves. So we've got to make sure that we we keep looking to learn, keep looking to improve. Um, and if we do that and maintain the attitude that we've had throughout these first two games and the skill level, then we'll give ourselves the best chance.
2: Joe Root speaking to Guy Swindles there. You know, he cut a frustrated bedraggled and um, under the pump figure about a month or so ago. He still doesn't look quite right, Joe. I, I don't see him That happy, that often. But, you know, 2-0 up against India, and for now, the pressure definitely off.
4: Well, if you're a batsman, you're not going to be over the moon with the pitches you've played on, have you? Especially if you're batting against a new ball. Someone like Bairstow down the order or a Wokes uh, cast in, didn't they? They they still shouldn't have got the scores they got. Brilliant batting, really, and poor bowling. On those conditions, even when the sun was out and England had all the advantage in that game, they... (laughs) They still shouldn't have scored 396 for seven. Let, let's get it straight. There's, there was still enough movement in the pitch to dismiss England for under, for under 250. Well, that should have happened. 100, 100 for five, weren't they?
2: 110 of those runs on day, t- day three went the way of the spinners, you know? No wickets mm. for either. This is a this is problem. Sharma, and, and I didn't get Coley's captaincy either. You got two strike bowlers, right? So basically, he wore them out and that was it why didn't you just have ashwin at one end and just rotate the the fastman at the other you'd keep some semblance of control but oh, very 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 strange anyway um uh, yeah look so looking at looking at that so joe root yeah you're absolutely right he's he's not scored the runs but his captaincy actually has come under for some praise rather than the criticism he was getting a few games ago
4: yeah you know, i hard to judge captaincy like i said this is the problem with so many people out there They judge captaincy on winning and losing. Correct, yeah. Which is the wrong way. And there's so many journalists do it. There's so many people in the public do it. You do not judge a captain purely on the win and lose scenario. You can't, honestly. You look at the eras. Michael Atherton, I'm not saying he was my favourite captain, but he obviously was good at the time and England needed a fresh approach. He did it in a team that was losing. On a regular basis. So, are you going to judge his captaincy overall on a team that was losing and say he was a bad captain? Yeah. Very difficult. Nasser has never won the Ashes. So, we're we going to say he was a rubbish captain.
2: Uh, totally as far cool.
4: as I'm concerned, as my, my personal, the ones I kept played under, he was the best. Do you know what I mean? He's always been my favourite. Yes, but as history sees it, yeah, It yeah. will always be the guys to win. who have won an Ashes series. That's yeah. the first one. That, and it will not. always go to the win percentage as captain. It's nothing to do with the captain. There's a small, small, small percentage which comes down to the captain. The rest of it is the players. In cricket, over five days, or three and a half days now, which it is, if the players perform and get runs and the bowlers perform and get wickets, the captain comes out smelling of roses but it's the players that do it. All the captain does, he knows who's going to open the bowling. Right, Jimmy, you're bowling that end. Best in the world at it. Swing the ball. We've got three slips in, or sometimes four slips. Job done. We've got Broad at the other end, who's nearly got 500 test wickets. He's rolling at the other end. It's easy. (laughs) What's so difficult about that? Do you know what I mean? People get over-involved in captaincy. Yes, they've got to have some skill. Yes, they've got to have some intelligence. Yes, they've got to read the game, but it's down to the individuals in each team.
2: And I tell you what, as we uh, come to the end of this section, Joe Root will be mindful that uh, 87 for seven in second innings uh, and after England had lost their last seven wickets for 71 in first and the fact that they were 131 for five in the first innings at Lords, it it could so easily have been a different story. 2-0 England looks absolutely fine and dandy but there's still some problems within that side. And we'll talk about that and what England are going to line up and how they're going to line up later in the show. But for now, you're listening to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on TalkSport 2.
0: Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: truly the best place to be a cricket
3: fan. Online and on DAB Digital Radio, Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2.
2: So we've discussed England at length. Let's have a, a little look at uh, India, Goffy. First up though, uh, the uh, views of Virat Kohli speaking to Sky Sports after uh, what must be a very very painful defeat.
6: This is the first time in the last five test matches that we've been outplayed. Um, and the credit has to go to England. I think they were clinical uh, with the ball, with the bat and in the field as well. When a team plays like that, they deserve to be on the winning side and um, you know, we, des- we deserve to lose this game uh, purely because of, of the way we went about things and the way we executed them.
1: May I say you're not moving quite so well, not as well as I've seen you before. How's the back and what are your chances for Trent Bridge?
6: I should be okay. There are five days to go. Um, it's a little uh, lower back issue which has been coming off again and again um, purely because of the work- workload and um, the number of games I've played in the last few years. but you still got to stay on top of that, um, work as hard as you can, come back with a bit of rehab and strength work. I'm confident I'll be fine in five days' time.
2: So problems for Virat Kohli, India captain. Uh, I mean, first huge problem is, is the injury. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, Goffey, but he was taking treatment on the field. He actually missed the first part of the, uh, the first session on day four. I mean if Virat Kohli can't play the third test then you may as well call off the last two let's let's go and play rounders in Hyde Park because that,
4: that really would be it What what's What's it called? Tip and run. Let's just play tip and run. <laughs> that's, that's what how they that, are playing. That's how they're playing it anyway. Uh, except if you Pajaro, who can't run between the wickets anyway. Oh mate, that, um, was, that was a
2: low, low
4: moment. Low moment for him. Nearly run out, Corley. Don't <laughs> he, he made Coley made sure he were getting back. Didn't he? Did, he? Didn't I he? Mean, he were like boics.
2: And then um, the next, next second, the right. I mean. Pujara had only just walked off the field before the heavens opened oh, and then Kohli followed him. Honestly, can that he, was the moment.
4: Yeah, I think with India now, it's a difficult... They're in a, absolutely. I can imagine their dressing room don't know what to do because they brought in Pujara. I've, I've got it spot on the selection uh, of legs. I said Darwin, and Then I said Rahul will go yeah. up now. They'll take Darwin out and bring Pujara in to bat three. So they've done now. Now, what do they do? Now, this is a big problem for their top five. You know Kohli's going to bat four, possibly, right? Yeah. Well. If, if, he's fit. if he's fit. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna bat four. The big problem they've got now, VJ has is, is given in with the looks of it. Oh Jimmy Anderson's bowling. Yeah. I might as well let you have my wicket. He's, yeah. he's even nodding to him now he as he did. walks past did him. Did you see that? He yeah. kind of gave him the old uh, good ball. So he's giving. So what do we do there? Do we do we get rid of VJ and bring in Darwin back again? Uh, the left hander? Do <laughs> you bring him back? Um do you actually bring in uh, one of Nair ne- or Pant? Um, obviously, one of them is going to keep wicket instead of Kartik? Do they keep in the old rounder? Do they bring in Jadeja, who's combat? His average at batting is pretty good. I'm surprised they... they didn't. They didn't bring in. Me Jedesia, too. Anyway. I, I, I do not get the selection of Kuldeep Yadav at Lords on a green top <laughs> in over. Gas conditions, so I can understand Jadeja, G- who can bat a bit, yeah, who can bat a bit, and he might be at the bowl. So I, I understand that. Similar to Ashwin, both of them are very similar in the way they play. Ashwin technically slightly better. Jadeja likes to play uh, some shots. We could see India. We could easily see India making five changes in the next game. Five. Can you imagine their team is totally going to change? Five changes.
2: I, the feeling is though, and and. We will just hear from cheetah in is shortly is that they're too stubborn. They they kind of, they I think they've gone thirty-seven tests now without fielding the same team, so you know they chop and change. But at the same time, they're completely rigid in in some of their viewpoints surrounding I don't know Panja or maybe Karthik. So I think they'll probably change two positions, um, but I can't see five.
4: Um, I, I think more. I, I think the we Well, you're usually they right, be, so it probably will be fire. If they don't, if they only make two changes. They're going to get rinsed. They really are at Trent Bridge. Let's just think about Trent Bridge for a moment. Stuart Broad loves it. It's his home ground now. He bowls beautifully. Remember this spell against Australia?
2: Well, <laughs> you, you know that. Um, you know the that the stats will tell you that the ball swung more at Edgbaston than in any Test England have played at since 2015. Trent Bridge.
4: <laughs> well, there you go. Trent Bridge does the ball does. If they, similar again, playing in England is about the conditions overhead. Sometimes the pitch, it can be, uh, you look at it, you think, oh, oh, oh. oh." But if it's sunny, the sun is shining, it can play a lot better, right? We've seen that at all the test grounds, it can happen at. It even happens at Derby, beautiful Derby. When you play at Derby, I've turned up there and it's been green as it. I thought, get me out there. (laughs) But the sun's shining and it's flat. It's happened at Grace Road, it's flat. But when you go and you've got the overhead conditions and you get the green pitch or a touch of green on it, And it goes all over the shop. The moisture rises and it swings around corners. Now, if I was going to play any two grounds when the ball is going to have overhead conditions and it's going to swing around, it's going to be Trent Bridge... And Lords. I think it swings those two grounds more than anywhere else.
2: Well, good luck, India, eh? Um, I caught up with Chaitanya Rila, Indian journalist um, at Lords following uh, the innings defeat for India. We're speaking in the Lords Media Centre just a few moments after a, a heavy defeat for the world's number one side, India. 2 0 down now in the series. Um, and is there, is there a sense that actually uh, things could get even worse for India before they get better?
6: They can. They certainly can get worse because uh, Virat Kohli has a stiff back. We don't know what his availability is for the final test. Hardik Pandya hurt on his right hand. Ashwin took two blows on his uh, on his right hand. So we don't know because there's a small turnaround between the third test. So the last thing India need right now is Virat not playing and even more changes to their playing 11. Uh, of course, uh, we, have, we don't know what the conditions are in the Nottingham test. But look... Picking yourself up from this defeat, that's not going to be easy. What India need to do is just shut themselves off, perhaps go away individually and think how they can get better. How can they get better,
2: I suppose, is the question we're all going to be asking for a few days. But picking the right team uh, is probably one way that they can uh, start to address the the obvious problems within this side. Uh, The decision to pick two spinners on Wednesday seems almost uh, to be... Uh, It seemed to be an obvious decision, but after a a washout on day one, it it does boggle the mind to to think that uh, in the time that uh, the selection team had, they didn't change things around. And when you look at this England side, Adil Rashid didn't even bowl an
6: over. uh, India played two spinners. I think more than the selection, it defines a rigidity in terms of thinking. Uh, on the one hand, we say they make too many changes. On the other hand, I'm talking about the word rigidity. What, what that really means is they are set in their ways of thinking. They, are, they just want to go ahead with what they have decided, that this is the right way to do it. It reflects in the chopping and changing that they do. It reflects in the fact that they had a whole 24 hours to sit to rethink, to re-strategize, depending on the forecast for the game, see what England would want to do or see what they themselves would want to do and perhaps not think about forecast and conditions and this or that. Um, It did not happen. What really needs to change for India is that rigidity in thinking that what we are doing is right. That is not true. It has not worked so far in five overseas test matches this year. Yes, they won in Johannesburg. The series, though, was already lost. And again, what we are seeing now is we are almost standing on the cusp of another series defeat. The ranking won't change for India in terms of uh, being the test number one side. But seriously, some of their methodology uh, is really, really questionable. What, what are people saying back
2: in India? Is there a lot of anger or is the anger directed more at the conditions here in England? The, the fact that India lost the toss and, you know, you cannot escape from the fact that, um, that England were very, very fortunate here to bowl in,
6: personally, the worst batting conditions I think I've, I've ever seen. Absolutely. There they they were horrendous conditions to be batting in the first innings, not in the second innings because uh, towards uh, the end of day three, yeah, day three, uh, it's, the timelines are distorted here in this test match. So towards the end of day three, England were batting in almost similar conditions. And these are conditions you expect, the lights on, the grey clouds, the ball doing a bit. First innings, yes, absolutely horrendous conditions. If you talk about the reaction back home on Twitter, yes, there's a bit of anger. There's a, there's a lack of acceptance how tough those conditions in the first innings were. Having said that, it doesn't mask away from the run-out. It doesn't mask away that the team was not ideal. Perhaps, they sh- again, they could have played an extra batsman or they could have played an extra extra pacer, given that the first day was washed out. So, again, it reflects on what the team is doing or not doing. Um, back home, well, the expectations are always going to be there, but it has to start somewhere for me this loss has to be the tipping point for India's performance. Look, they say they can say yes, we can lose one more game and the series is gone, but they cannot approach it like that. The tipping point has to come in terms of are they going to change? Are, is their thinking going to change? For me, that has to be the thing to watch out for in the next test.
2: Uh, obviously, we've got a few days before the Trent Bridge test. We don't know how bad an injury Ravi Ashwin uh, has. Same for panja and also for kohli who as we speak is deep in conversation with harbajan singh just on the boundary edge but what do you expect in, uh, india will do for that third test um we haven't seen the track at, at trendbridge of course but this is a team that does change its personnel quite regularly uh, who will be the players that positions will be most scrutinized
6: i think uh Ideally, they should look to play as much of the same eleven that they played here. And that is when we do not know what the conditions are. Um, last time India played a test there in 2014, it was a high-scoring draw. So if it's a similar kind of a pitch, then maybe you bring in two spinners. But if it's something like what we've seen in Lord's and Birmingham, then don't even go anywhere near the second spinner. So perhaps bring in Omesh Yadav back for uh, the second spinner, or if you're really adamant that you do want a second spinner and you do not want an extra batsman, then play Ashwin as the all-rounder because he can bat at number six, which where Hardik Pandya has been batting. So he can bat. He has a better batting record, and we so we, we saw he showed a better application in this test match as well. So play Ashwin as the all-rounder, bring in the second spinner, and that still allows you to play three full-time pacers. But again... Uh, that's that's really going in in a parallel changing chopping and changing direction but again i think they would look to retain as much of this playing 11 perhaps change in uh, kuldeep yadav for umesh yadav but uh, the batting has to be retained you cannot Keep on making changes. You cannot bring back Shikhar Dhawan. You have to back Rahul and Vijay to open. You have to back Pujara. He looked good in the second innings. Uh, Rahane looks short on confidence. Doesn't mean that you're going to drop him.
2: Chaitan Narula there speaking to me following uh, India's heavy defeat at Lords. Plenty more to talk about with uh, myself and Goff. We were going to hear from Chris Wokes and ask the big question, if Stokes is available, does he come in for Wokes or does Wokes retain his place? We'll find out. You're listening to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk TalkSport 2.
3: Online and on DAB Digital Radio. Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk TalkSport 2.
2: So Trent Bridge, uh, the, uh, the destination for the third Test match. Uh, my favourite cricket ground to watch Test cricket. Don't tell anyone at the Oval. But um, <laughs> it is a proper cricket ground. It Beautiful is. view from up there in the uh, media centre. Um, always a good crowd, always a good crowd, and it's, uh, it's situated in a part of town where you can watch the queues and the people walking from the centre of town over the bridge and then towards it, and of course, over the last few years, we have seen some absolutely wonderful, wonderful test matches. Bizarrely, though, the last time India and England played there, it was a run fest, and Alistair Cook got a wicket. The day of the World Cup final, 2004. And it was also
4: before that was the Jellybean episode, wasn't it?
2: Was that the Jelly? Was it the, at Trent the Bridge? Jellybean, Trent was Bridge. Was Khan? and yeah, uh, Matt Pryor, Khan. was it? Yeah. <laughs> where
4: well, they weren't happy with the jelly beans. No, they weren't. Um, but um, yeah, I, I like Trent Bridge. Um, also, um, if, you, if when you talk Test cricket to me in England, there's four grounds that really, really stand out, and they all won't like me for it as well. But it is Edgbaston, Heddenley, uh Trent Bridge, and Lords. Absolutely love playing in all swap, four of swap those. Swap
2: Lords with the Oval, and I totally agree with you.
4: Yeah, well, I'm separate. My record at Lords pretty good, so yeah, I do yeah. like Lords. Um, I am biased. Yeah, but I think those four for me, just totally different atmospheres. The fancy dress mm. and everything goes. Lords obviously is 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 in a league of its own for the way yeah. it goes about things. Right, that's There's the beauty no of cricket, yeah. though, isn't it? You've yeah. got
2: these very distinct cricket grounds with history attached to them, different pitches, different types of fan. That's that's what I absolutely love Mm. about the sport that we're involved in. I
4: mean, Trent Bridge will be a a very fancy dress, uh, ridden, test arena. It will be a great atmosphere. There'll be quite a bit of Indian support, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Now we're going back up north as well. And um, they need it. They're going to need it because they've been poor so far. It's not acceptable. The Indian uh, public back home will be slaughtering their team oh mate you should They'll have be... heard them
2: yeah. oh, I could hear oh, the Indian journalists uh, well we heard from Cheetan as well um, it's a bit like uh, remember Saggers after England got knocked out of the 2014 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like that's... that or oh, no when we got beaten by Iceland in 2016 it's like that it's but with an Indian fight. accent
4: Yes, it's the lack of fighting. I think yeah. we all wanted to see a close series, although I thought England had too much for them. We all want to see it. Of course we do. We want to see Coley getting big scores. Yeah, we do, we do. For, for cricketing. No, if I not, but I don't want England to win. just purely for. No. You want to see Coley's brilliance when he bats. Like we used to love watching Tendulkar exactly. and Dravid. We and Lara yeah. and
2: Richard Hadley bowling and Kumar Sangakara. You, this, that's one of the beauties of cricket. You want your team to win, but you want to see some of the best players on the other side so why they're the best players?
4: And, and we talked about India having a chance this series, or a lot of people did, because at last they've got a bowling lineup that can actually compete in overseas conditions. But the problem is they have. Some of their bowlers are a lot better if they were fit. Do you know what That's I mean? A better they have been But their injury, batting is not equipped to bat in overseas conditions. They didn't in South Africa. They lost that series. And now they're going to lose this one in, in England. Unless an absolute miracle happens.
2: I tell you what, we haven't got much longer in the show. I want to ask you a big question. But first, let's hear from the
3: man of the match, Chris Wokes. Not a bad return to the side, Chris. Man of the match. Century four wickets.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's gone better than I could ever have wished, really. Um, yeah, an incredible... Four days. Um, obviously, the first day washed out. So, an incredible. Three days, really. But yeah, it couldn't have gone any better. I suppose. And um, you know, from ball one, we were we were on the money. Um, you know, as a group, we've we've performed well in in what in conditions which have probably suited us. But you know, you still got to do the job, uh, and we did a very professional one. So, I think everyone's really pleased.
3: You never let India get a sniff back into this match. Even there was one point when you came out to bat where they might have done, but then you took it away again.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean. It, I think when I came out to bat, obviously we were ahead, but we were in a slight bit of a pickle. We lost a couple of quick ones, um, you know, and you felt that they, the bowlers of the Indian side were probably on top. But, you know, me and Johnny steadied the ship, thankfully, and um, put on a good performance, obviously, in terms of the, the game and where it was at. It was quite a crucial partnership. So, um, yeah, really pleased with how that went. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed my time out there with Johnny in the middle. You quite like Lords, don't you? You're up on just about every honours board now, I think. Yeah, I don't know why that is, um, why it's happened like that, but, um, you know, I love playing here, obviously. My my record's reasonably good here, so um, I've obviously enjoyed it being up on that honours board is, is you know, it's a special thing. Uh, you know, all, all players, visiting players that come here and want to get up there and, you know, as an English player, it's, it's, it's no different. You want to um, be on the, those boards and, you know, it's such a nice feeling that that can't be taken away from you. That will always be up there. And now you're two
3: up with three to play. It's a fantastic position you find yourselves in, but I guess the message is
1: keep going. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, you know, as a professional sportsman, you know how fickle sport can be. It can turn around in an instant. so... We'll obviously recover well, enjoy this moment. We've played some fantastic cricket over the last week or two, so we've got to enjoy that. But, you know, once once we get to Trent Bridge, we'll park it, try and take the confidence from here. But we all know that it's a, it's a brand-new game, a fresh start, a new wicket, different conditions, different place. So we'll, um, you know, assess the conditions there and, and see what we can do. But obviously try and take the confidence from here and, and try and get a win there to seal the series.
2: Chris Wokes speaking to Talksport and Talk Sport 2's Guy Swindles there. Question for you, Goffey. We're not sure whether Stokes is going to be available for the third Test match, but let's just say he is. <laughs> How do you fit him into the side? Because oh. you don't drop Wokes, do you?
4: No, I don't think they will. Um, the only possibility... What I think they might do, um, which I think it'd be a mistake as well, is Sam Curran, they might say, well, he's played two, uh, let's give him a rest. And um, and they might play that card and take Sam Curran out for one game. Um, and then if they win that one, they'll rest Anderson
2: Yeah, uh, in the next one.
4: That'd be the way, um, that would be the they way they would do it? it without causing too much of an upset. So uh, basically Sam Curran. There is
2: another way, you know. If they hadn't made Joss Butler vice-captain, which for me was um, a curious decision...
4: But they could still change that. They could still change that. Well, you it, could drop Butler and you could bring in Stokes. They might They might do that. that, mm. that that's a very... A good possibility. But I think the one, uh, because you can't take Pope out now because you're upset no. the top four. No. So you'd have to keep the top four uh, as it is. So he has to be a best or a butler. <laughs> and he's not going to be best <laughs> the no. way he's scored. So, yeah, I think butler would be a, 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 an option as well because you've you've proved there, but you've got Sam Curran who can hold the bat. He's played beautifully the first two tests. And he got Wokes getting 137, right? Batting at eight. So you could easily move them all up one. Uh, will they do that? Oh, doubt wow, it. Wow,
2: this is a thing, though. I mean, if you went back last year, and the feeling was it was easier to get into the side than out of it. Have I said that the right way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Either way, you know, Ed Smith, he's come in, and actually, team selections or squad selections, are actually, quite interesting now. I think we're going to see Porter at some point. You know, he's played, he's picked Rashid, he's picked Butler. Maybe he will make a brave call and just say, "Sorry, Butler." You know, I mean Don Bess. He's been in, he's been out. He'll be back again. It's um, it's hey, actually it's what? actually really interesting times.
4: I'll tell you what. I'll ask you a question. Go Mike other made an interesting comment, that the uh, main buyers uh, prick up. Well, he goes, "What what's happening now in world cricket is, but we've got two people, Ed Smith, um." Oh, what's what's the other lad called? I James Taylor. It. James Taylor just got, <laughs> lost it. And James Taylor, who have got more influence now on the England team than the actual coach. Yeah. Well, that's a big thing to say, isn't Because the coach is getting a hook, coming in with an absolute fortune. He's getting paid and he's got no influence.
2: Do you know what? That's a great point because very often these days. You know, selectors used to be anonymous, didn't they? You never used to see them or hear from them because mm. they're always at the counties or they just... Okay, but, but if that's the point, though, mate, if Ed that's Smith the point... Smith is, I tell you what, he is a very visible presence at the Test Grounds. And he, he has lengthy conversations with Mark Ramprakash, the batting coach in the media centre. Lengthy conversations with Tom Harrison, the CEO, outside the press centre. He's sitting there, Caligula star with James Taylor in his sunglasses, being picked up by the TV cameras. Atherton's got it spot on, I think.
4: Well, the, the only problem with that, though, you've got to be careful then. I think if that's the point, the, 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 the appointment of uh, those roles are vital. Vital. Now, the short term, at this moment in time, it seems to be going well. I think where we will notice whether it makes a difference and whether they've done a good job is Sri Lanka, West Indies. I think it's an England win. I honestly do. I they can't see. They didn't win it. last time, there. Though, though. Trust me, England are winning in the West Indies this good. time. <laughs> that, that was down to I've spin, given wasn't up to it? disagreeing with you. England, England will win West Indies. The tour. Now, I'm not saying England should go to Sri Lanka and win. But you want to see close games. You don't want to see us losing by an innings and Wrath getting nine wickets yeah, every yeah. Test match. So the selection of this winter, for me, will tell the story on which way we're going as, 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 uh, on selection.
2: Goffey, I can't believe it's when well, we've got another hour of the show. We've got uh, another great interview to come. But uh, that's us done, mate. We're mm-hmm. done. Get out of here. I'll Enjoyed speak to it. you this time next week live from Trent Bridge. Hopefully mm-hmm. the Test is going on by the time we uh, Cricket Week airs. Um, if you take the rain out of the equation, that test would have been over in two and a half days. Anyway, <sighs> loved it. Speak to you next week, and you've been listening to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism, and this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org. Ford slash cricket today
0: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time